the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Wow, we, uh, I kind of think, I think I had a, uh, a moment of crystallization of what's going on in our country with the police. I don't know if you've seen the latest numbers, but police forces all around the country are dwindling. Uh, gee, I, I can't imagine why. By the way, there's some more lawsuits being filed against our uh, police officers. We'll tell you about that. Also, the Great Reset. Anyone who said it was a conspiracy theory, give me five minutes. We begin there in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So Jim lives in Texas. He's been living with severe neck and shoulder pain for the past several years. One of the reasons he put up with it for so long is he's a colossal skeptic. <laughs> I know. You hear stuff like this, you're like, Hi, I'm Martha Ray, the big mouth for Polydent. And you're like, what? Where? Who? Anyway, uh, you hear somebody like me. Hi, I'm Glenn Beck, the big mouth for Relief Factor. And you're like, oh, jeez. He didn't buy into it. Fortunately for Jim, he's got a wife who's like my wife, meaning she got tired of listening to him gripe about being in pain all the time. And she was like, I'm not going to listen to you if you don't try everything. Took a while, but she eventually convinced him to try something he had heard about. Uh, relief factor. He took it probably just to make her happy. I can't, not me, not me. I did it because my wife is always right. Uh, then a funny thing happened when he started to take it. A few weeks in, he realized his pain was starting to go away. Now, if he's like me, he didn't tell his wife that. He's like, I don't know. I don't know if it's working. I don't know. Well, Jim got his life back with relief factor. I did, and so could you. Relief Factor, not a drug developed by doctors, and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. That's why I encourage you to just try it for three weeks. You should know in three weeks. 1995, just try it for three weeks, see if it works for you. Get your life back with relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. All right, if, you, uh, if you've been following uh, the program for, for any given uh, time here in the last few months, you've heard of The Great Reset. Let me set it out just in case you happen to be you know, stumbling into us. There's talk radio. What? I've never heard of this. And you're just you're tuning in for the first time. Welcome. Thank you for listening. This all started because of, uh, uh, because of climate change. But then COVID happened, and the World Economic Forum was like, wait a minute, we don't need climate change to get started, we got COVID, and now that we've dismantled the world, let's put it back closer to our heart's desire. So that's when the World Economic Forum launched 2020, the Radical Great Reset Initiative, in partnership with various leaders from the public and private sectors, including our own Joe Biden, who used the Great Reset uh, slogan as his campaign slogan. Do you remember? Build back better, which sounded ridiculous. It sounded either like it had been put together by a second grader or build back better is not its original language English. 
Yeah, you're right. It's not mine either, so cut me some slack. Um, so, so Build Back Better was used not only here in America, but in England and in France, all over the world as campaign slogans. Whoa, what a coincidence. It's also the slogan for the Great, Re- for the great Reset. So now you have the public people doing it, and now you also have the CEO of major corporations, as well as banks, central banks, financial institutions, labor unions, international organizations, all of them coming together to push the reset button on the global economy because we need it. Capitalism just doesn't work. It doesn't work. And believe me, your kids buy into this. I don't care how old they are. Your kids are hearing this in school and they're buying into it. Now, we're not practicing capitalism now. What we're practicing is corrupt capitalism or crony capitalism. True capitalism is a real, true free market where the government doesn't pick winners and losers. Okay, that's what's been happening. And the way they pick them is like, "Mm, gee, who's going to help me get elected or reelected? Hey, there's this little company called Google. Yes. Hi, Google. How much to my uh, reelection committee? That's how capitalism is working now. And everybody gets rich except for you, for those who aren't playing the game. Okay, so we've been telling you about this stakeholder capitalism, this idea of everyone's a stakeholder. So it's not just the people who own the companies, you know, or the shareholders. Shareholder capitalism is evil because it only worries about profit. We all have a stake in that company because they're using our water and our air. Uh Uh-huh. So stakeholder capitalism is the Chinese model. Whatever is happening over in China with their system that's basically what we're going to get all over the world with a giant world government no no don't worry you'll be able to if you like your government you'll be able to keep your government don't worry okay so now every country is in on this and you uh you say that you know it's a conspiracy theory yeah 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 the Great Reset. It talks about it on the World Economic Forum, but, you know, nobody's really going to do that. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. The first thing they have to do to have the Great Reset is to create a variety of new government programs, including policies similar to the far-left Green New Deal resolution uh, that is now called the Infrastructure Bill. Did you know that? Has anybody really put that in perspective? All of the things that were in the Green New Deal, most of them are now in the uh, in the infrastructure bill. The second thing is the uh, is the global adopt uh, adoptance of or adoption of environmental, social and governance standards. Now, what is this? Well, we've talked to the banks, the banks of one of the five biggest banks of the country called me shockingly after one show and said, one TV show on the internet behind a paywall. And they, they called to say, uh, we just want you to know uh, this is corporate headquarters for big money, big bank. And uh, we just want you to know uh, you got that all wrong. Really? Well, we'd love to correct it. No, you, you don't need to correct anything. I mean, you didn't get anything wrong, wrong. 
you just, you know, you're phrasing it in a way it sounds scary. Uh huh. Could you phrase it in a way where it doesn't sound scary? Yeah. We're not scary people. We'd never do it the scary way. Oh, I'll get right on that story. So the what they're saying is the ESGs are just for your education. That's all it is. It's so you can make smart investments. Okay. Well, I've got some news. Under the ESG model, companies are not only rated using traditional metrics, such as revenues and the quality of goods and services offered, but also on a variety of social justice metrics, such as your carbon footprint, the air quality of businesses' supply chain, having the right ratio of Asians to Hispanics working for the company, among other factors. Thousands of companies... Thousands of them. Look up any company. Just look up their report, any company, and just type in Coca-Cola ESG, Ford ESG, Mercedes-Benz ESG. You'll see they've all adopted it. 82% of all large, large companies in the United States have done so voluntarily. 82%. Now... There's a great deal of money to be made if you play this game. How? Well, I told you, we're the big bank. We're never going to do this. Mm -hmm. Well, we've been warning you that the government mandates, the new government programs and ESGs, mainly from these huge corporations, are going to be codified. And it's all going to start to come together where... A bank can't give your company a loan unless you have a high ESG store, uh, score. If you invest your money in Wall Street and 401k, if you invest it in a, in a low ESG scored company because you believe in the company, but it's not playing the game, you'll be penalized and you'll find it harder and harder for you to get a loan. You won't get a loan, and you won't get a loan, and you and you and you won't get a loan. Glenn, could you please just get to the new information? Yes, I will. After this, I mean, deftly timed commercial, 60 seconds, I'll be back. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hey, one of the things you should value uh, most in life is peace of mind. And these days, harder and harder to come by, especially after you hear what I'm going to tell you in about 60 seconds. But when you get it, it's a good feeling. For over two decades now, American financing has been helping people just like you find that peace of mind in the form of solid financial advice and help. American financing, they are a family-owned business. They understand the financial pitfalls of everyday life, how sometimes almost everything can hang on a few or just one good or bad decision. That's why I want you to give them a call today. Their mortgage consultants are there to help you do whatever it is that you're looking to do. They work for you, not the bank, and they can help you save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars every month. Whether that's refinancing your mortgage at a lower rate or getting a consolidation loan so you can get out from under those uh, nasty credit card bills every month, 
or some other helpful action that I haven't thought of, you can call American Financing. They're there to make things better for you. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800 10 seconds, station ID. exciting it's exciting okay last month in a little reported story out of europe the european parliament has voted in favor of a resolution that demands all large companies in the eu as well as some smaller businesses put esg standards into place or face harsh fines for their respective national governments. So if you don't have an ESG, this is EU, if you don't have an ESG score that you're living by, you better start living by your, I mean, they're already doled out for you. Don't worry. You got one. You're going to get one for your house and you for your, your kids and everything. It's going to be great. Anyway, this conspiracy theory that is definitely not going to be codified the EU Parliament just voted uh, in favor of that demand to make sure that all of the companies are using ESG standards. Well, this is a good thing because it's happening in Europe and not in America. The resolution passed by the European Parliament is not yet binding on member states. It's a strong sign, however, that the thumbscrews are coming out and everyone will, of course, adopt it. In order for the resolution to become binding, the European Commission must uh, formally propose the resolution as legislation, and then Parliament and the member states have to vote for the legislation. <clears throat> okay, all right. Now, it's going to happen because there is overwhelming support for it in the EU. All right? Now, according to the international law firm of Shearman and Sterling, when Shearman talks, Sterling listens. Even though Sterling is like that Shearman, he's a backstepping bastard. I should have had my name first. Anyway, they said the proposed due diligence framework targets three categories of potential and or actual adverse impacts, including human rights, the environment, and good governance. These categories are deliberately broad, said either Sterling or Shearman and would in many cases require businesses to make sweeping reforms to align with left-wing social justice goals, imposing them on the societies in which they operate. For example, the human rights category means any potential or actual adverse impact that may impair the full enjoyment of human rights by individuals or groups of individuals in relation to human rights, including social, worker, and trade union rights. <laughs> These categories, Shearman or Sterling went on to say, are deliberately broad uh, and they will protect the environment. And it would involve, according to Shearman and Sterling, the right to safe, clean, healthy, sustainable, biodiverse environment as defined by the internationally recognized and EU environmental standards. Further, the resolution demands, now get this, this is where you come in, Further, the resolution demands that businesses, that business strategies should be aligned with union policy objectives in the field of human rights and the environment, including the European Green Deal 
and the commitment to reduce greenhouse emissions by at least 55% by 2030. Perhaps most importantly for Americans and U.S. businesses, the Parliament's resolution calls for these ESG requirements to cover all business activities, including its value chain. For those of you who don't speak uh, legalese business bullcrap, the value chain is everybody that makes something for that company. That's where you come in. The value chain is defined in the resolution as all activities, all operations, all business relationships, and all investment chains of an undertaking, which includes all entities with the undertaking that has a direct or indirect business relationship upstream and downstream, and either A, supplies products, parts, or products or services that can uh, contribute to the undertaking's own products or services, or receive products or services from the undertaking. So in other words, you want to do business with Europe or anybody in the Europeans, the European Union's large businesses, you will have to have an ESG standard of your own, which complies with the European Union um, Green New Deal and ESG mandates. And if you don't, well, that's okay. That's your choice, but you're not going to be able to mark of the beast. You're not going to be able to do any business or buy anything because you don't have the right ESG standing. You know what I'm saying? So come on, let's work together to make things better. Business partners, both indirect and upstream and downstream, have a place in human rights, environmental, good governance policies that are in line with the company's obligation of due diligence. The recommendations contemplate that this may be achieved, for example, by means of framework agreements, contractual causes, codes of conduct, or certified and independent audits of every business. This is going to be great! First of all, they said that it wasn't going to happen. Uh-oh, looks like it is. But now I'm telling you that this is going to be bad. How could this be bad? We're going to have more human rights and uh, and greener everything. And our houses will be much, much better. And our life will be better. And we won't get to have meat. Oh, did I say that out loud? Ooh. By the way, um, did you see... <laughs> Did you see the Stu the um, the global conference on climate change where where all the leaders got together on one screen? <laughs> yes. I, Did you see this? Yeah. Can we pull that screen up? Do we have that screenshot? Mm. Yeah. Look at one of these things is not like the others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is all of the world leaders from all over the world all on screen. Can you tell me what one thing sticks out because it's not like the others? Uh, Joe Biden is the only dolt wearing a mask. Ah, bingo. <laughs> He's the only one all by himself wearing a mask. Every other world leader and Putin's in the center like, yeah, and uh, the dope wearing the mask. You got something to say? Uh, not only is it a virtual conference where <laughs> you cannot pass the coronavirus uh, through Zoom. Uh, but you've never heard of a computer virus. That's true. Uh, that's a good point. Thank you. And maybe thank that's what you. he was thinking. The problem, of course, even with that theory, is that he's fully vaccinated. So, I mean, it's it's be- so beyond insane that he would need to do this. 
yet he's doing it for other reasons. He's doing it for show, I what? suppose. What other for show? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Hey, do we have the CNN? Do we, do we have the C- CNN interview with Kamala Harris? Or at least a screenshot of that, or do we? Have, yeah, look at look at how far <laughs> apart they are. A one-on-one with Kamala Harris. They are what twenty feet apart, fifteen feet apart. That's insane. It's like you know, it's it's like I want to do an interview at a big banquet table. Where I ask the question, and then we have a little guy who was serving food run down to the other end of the table <laughs> and say, he'd like the salt, and could you answer this question? And then he's running the salt back after he, she says the answer, and then I could, I, uh, then the little guy in the white jacket, he'll tell me the answer. It'll be great that way. And it'll be so safe. <gasps> Oh my gosh, I was just infected by the guy in the little white jacket. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Just not thinking sometimes. Patriot Mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage. They use the same cell towers as all of the major carriers. So you're getting the same great service. Plus, they have plans that fit any budget, including multi-line discounts. Switching is super easy. Just go to uh, patriotmobile.com slash back or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. If you're a veteran or first responder, you'll save even more. So make the switch today. Let your money go where your heart is. Time to ditch Big Mobile and ask them, do you hear us now? Get the discount, the free starter kit, and a chance to win cellular service for life. When you use the offer code Beck, just go to my up uh, to uh, patriotmobile.com slash Beck. That's patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 972 Patriot. 972 Patriot. Patriot. Why haven't you switched yet? Why? Is Stu calling you at night? Is he filling your head with lies? Is that what's happening? Well, sure, but I'm Patriot- about Patriot Mobile. <laughs> patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Call them now. Patriotmobile.com slash Beck. And blazetv.com slash Glenn is a place to go to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV, but only if you use the promo code Glenn. Hello, America. Welcome to uh, Monday. It's a, uh, it's a great Monday, especially when we're joined by Mr. Pat Gray himself. Hello, Pat. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Oh, my God. Great. Just, oh, perfect. Fantastic. Practically perfect. Yeah. In yeah. every way. Mm-hmm. In every way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did you read the story in the Los Angeles Times uh, about the California National Guard uh, putting a fighter jet on alert? Indeed, indeed I did. And I, I found it somewhat <laughs> interesting. In light of uh, posse comitatus that people scream about every minute of every day. Really? If anybody gets anywhere near the border with uh, like a National Guardsman, perhaps, Uh or anybody, Uh any member of the military, posse comitatus! (laughs) (laughs) But the National Guard can put an F-15C on alert just in case there's panic buying at a Kroger. Are you kidding me what okay so he's not making this up this is from the los angeles times they say they have credible Mm. sources um four of them say in the national guard four four sources in the national guard 
saying that uh, when the stay-at-home orders were issued and there was panic buying, mm. somebody uh, put the, the uh, National Guard in California. Pat, give me an example of who could put the National Guard, call for the National Guard? Who could call that? Oh, well, up? let's uh, see. Um, the governor um, of the state. Uh, the governor. Of the state, and that's yeah. But there's also uh, not just the governor of the state. Pretty much just no. There, come on. There's just there's the, the governor. The, just the governor of the state. Huh, the mayor can't really? do it. The assemblyman <clears throat> can't do it. The dog catcher can't do it. It's got to be the governor. And okay. So, yeah. so when people were panic buying, according to four separate sources and the Los Angeles Times, mm-hmm. an F-15C fighter was put on alert. Is how crazy which, is that? Because of the stay-at-home order and because of panic buying? I mean, if the panic buying included a double coupon opportunity for Charmin bathroom tissue, uh, you know, then then maybe I, I agree not just the F-15, but also some ground troops and maybe some heavy, heavy artillery. <laughs> yeah. You got a tank or two, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the heavily armored vehicles rolling up into the Kroger parking lot. And, and you, you want to, yeah, you want to make sure that that they're not, that they're not buying all of the toilet paper there. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And you have, I mean, if you have to take an F-16, and they weren't going to fire on anybody, they were going to do what we suggested that they did in Ben, would, should do in Benghazi. Just the and buzz that is, buy. You right? fly very, very low, and you've put on full afterburners, and it can break glass. It scares the hell out of people on the ground. We do that mm-hmm. in combat all the time. You don't have to launch a single missile or fire a bullet. Nothing. You just you just strafe the people, uh, and it freaks them out. That's what these four sources were telling the Los Angeles Times. The governor was asking them to do. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. It's really incredible. <laughs> now, could they have also, you know, strafed the crowd with a few bullets? Uh, you know, maybe shot people in the leg a few times, <laughs> just a, like they actually ask. The police to do just shoot them in the leg <laughs> Maybe f-15s could have shot people in the leg mm. now with the 50 cal uh weapon that they have on the f-15 it might take your might leg have taken off completely off well maybe even both of them but who's, right. to, who's to say you shouldn't have been buying all the toilet paper right. so now lieutenant colonel jonathan sharoma a spokesperson for the california guard denied the reports telling the los angeles times We don't use our planes to frighten or intimidate civilians yet. And uh, so the National Guard is denying this. But why would what is the motivation for the Los Angeles Times? Yeah. To say they have four separate sources saying it was true. It's uh, it's so unconstitutional. (laughs) I hope he's right that it's not true. I hope he's telling the truth. I I would love for that not to be true because uh, that can't happen i mean it sure shouldn't happen in the united states you don't turn the military against your own citizens you just don't do that not the national guard not any unit of the military can be turned against you know we it's still in that old piece of paper that that we don't pay any attention to but it's it's written down somewhere you know that they the Los Angeles Times said the orders were allegedly handed down orally or through text messages rather than formally in writing, which made them highly unusual, sources told the Times. 
The Guard members describe such a tactic as inappropriate use of military force against U.S. citizens. It would have been a completely illegal order that disgraced the military, said one source. It would look like we were threatening civilians, end quote. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what you would have been doing. <laughs> it would look like. It would yeah. look like. Yeah, We're scared of. of appearances here as we fly yeah. over the F-15 over the Kroger. Right, right. right. It's Jeffrey Dahmer. They open up sea heads. I know what this looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like you've been eating people. Oh, yeah. oh come, come on. on. Now. Come on. Gosh, Who does darn that? It. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> It's out that of the would question. Be illegal. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so I wouldn't buy into this at all five years ago. No, right. You wouldn't believe it for a second. Would, no, wouldn't believe it. Wouldn't believe it. Um, now I don't know what to believe. And it's from the Los Angeles Times that is both a mark against the story and a mark for the story. Right. You know? Yes. And now if they were claiming... That the National Guard was going to strafe civilians at a BLM rally. You, you would understand that story in the Los Angeles Times. But this isn't, you know, this doesn't seem like it fits the Los Angeles Times narrative. So that's what makes it believable from the, from the Times. Because uh, they're saying that this was going to happen against... You know, just citizens who were who were buying groceries. I mean, that's unbelievable. That no, is unbelievable. You know, is. you know what this is, though? These are right-wing extremists. Those four right. people? Yes. Those are right-wing extremists just trying to get you to think mm-hmm. these things about mm-hmm. your military so you don't trust them. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. right-wing extremists are now don't like the military? I'm losing track as to what team no. we're supposed to be on. Yeah, well, you just have to keep up. I got the memo last night. We are now against the military. <laughs> but oh, okay. are we for Putin or are we against him? Mm-hmm. We are yeah. now against Putin. Okay, wow. Okay. wow. Oh, wait, if you're no. a Trump supporter yeah. or ever were a Trump supporter okay. or ever didn't say that man should be strapped to an electric chair and, or, and the chair strapped to a rocket and he should be jettisoned into space <laughs> while being electrocuted yeah you didn't say that you're also on the hit list so wow you're, you're also yeah you're for the military wow can i expect uh, a, an f-15 flyby <laughs> uh yes yeah. yes it'll be very patriotic it'll happen on fourth of july very very you know you you i mean as you sing the bombs bursting in air mm-hmm. they show up and uh, it's beautiful to burst those bombs uh, in the air. Um, all right, uh, Pat, thank you so much. No, no, there is another. There, there's another story that I would uh, like to get to here, uh, and I just want to give it to you because it comes from the AP, but we haven't done our homework on it. We are doing our homework. Hopefully, I'll have a better answer for you tomorrow. Um, the st- the really bizarre story. According to the Associated Press, a shadowy company set up last September linked to a DARPA FBI contractor who peddled an lawful intercept Internet spy device to government agencies and law enforcement a decade ago, took over a massive portion of the Pentagon's idle Internet addresses on the day of President Biden's inauguration. 
This is according to an in-depth investigation and report from the Associated Press. The valuable Internet real estate has since quadrupled to 175 million IP addresses, which were previously owned by the U.S. Department of Defense, about one twenty-fifth the size of the current Internet. One twenty-fifth size of the current Internet and over twice the size of the Internet space actually used by the Pentagon. It's massive, said Doug uh, Doug Madry, uh, director of Internet analysis at network operating company Kinetic. It's the biggest thing in history, in the history of the Internet. The um, Associated Press tried to reach out to the company Global Resource Systems. It was established by a Beverly Hills attorney and now resides in a shared workspace above a Florida bank. The company did not return phone calls uh, or emails from the Associated Press. It has no web presence, although it has the domain grscorp.com. Its uh, name does not appear on the directory of its plantation Florida domicile, and a receptionist drew a blank when an AP reporter asked for a company representative at the office earlier this year. She finally found its name on a tenant list and suggested trying an email. Records show the company has not obtained a business license in Plantation, Florida. Uh, It is incorporated, however, in Delaware and registered by the Beverly Hills lawyer. Global Resource Systems LLC now manages more Internet space than China Telcom AT&T or Comcast. One name linked to Global Resource Systems is the Florida in the Florida Business Registry is that of Raymond Salino, who recently as 2018 was listed in Nevada corporate records as managing director for a cybersecurity internet surveillance company called Packet Forensics. According to the report, The company had nearly $40 million in publicly disclosed federal contracts over the past decade with the FBI and the Pentagon's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, among its customers. In 2011, Packet Forensics and Salino, its spokesperson, were featured in a Wired story. The company, apparently, was selling an appliance to the government agencies and law enforcement that would let them spy on people's web browsing using forged security certificates. The company continues to sell uh, lawful intercept equipment, according to its website. One of the current contracts with the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency is for harnessing an uh, uh, autonomy for countering cyber adversary systems. A contract description says it is investigating technologies for conducting safe, non-disruptive, and effective active defense operations in cyberspace. Contract language from 2019 says the programs would investigate the feasibility of creating safe and reliable autonomous software agencies that can effectively counter malicious botnet implants. But nobody knows what they're doing. Um, I saw another story today that uh, came out, I think, from Newsweek or U.S. News and World Report, and they said they're now on it, and they also can't get any information on who is running this company, why on Inauguration Day they took over that much of the Internet and still hold it. 
who are these people and what are they doing? Sponsor this half hour is LifeLock. Hopefully, hopefully they are, uh, you know, trying to catch the bad guys, you know, using the Postal Service, maybe in their information. Um, if 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 you have somebody come in and try to hack into your stuff, it's likely going to just destroy a long time of your life. Really, it is. It's going to be such a hassle. Have you ever heard of a, a phone account takeover? It's when a cyber criminal tricks your phone company into assigning your number to a new SIM card or moves your number to a new carrier. And when they do this, it allows them to access your online bank accounts, credit cards, and so much more. Time is marching on, and so are cyber criminals. It's important to understand that you can't follow and prevent everything. You can't keep up with it, but LifeLock can. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. However, they can help you keep what's yours, yours, with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. You can save up to 25% right now off your first year at LifeLock.com, promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the... the, the <laughs> There's a new story that just came out in the New York Times. The... Um, the head of the foreign ministry in Iran has just been interviewed for a story for the New York Times. And uh, it's a, I'm sorry, it was a leaked tape. And in this leaked tape, this what they found was really, really important. Revolutionary guards set policies. No. So the, pre- the elected president of Iran doesn't do that? He, the revolutionary guards along with the mullahs, they run the... Yeah, that's what it's about. 28 paragraphs, except in paragraph 27. This this might have been important. Uh, it was uh, talking about how, you know, they 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 know everything. The Revolutionary Guard does. The structure of our foreign ministry is mostly security oriented, kept in the dark about government actions, sometimes to its embarrassment. Uh, they talk about when, you know, we killed uh, the uh, general over in, uh, in Iraq. Then there's this line. Former Secretary of State John Kerry informed him that Israel had attacked Iranian interests in Syria at least 200 times. Uh, he also points out the cover-up of the guards drowning of a Ukrainian jetliner, downing of a jetliner in, in, in Iran that killed 177. Wait, 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 wait. Can we go back to the former Secretary of State was on the phone with their, Iran's foreign minister and was telling them, giving them information about what Israel is doing? I mean, is that a... Is that, does that maybe... Is that maybe not like the second to the last paragraph without any other comment maybe maybe that is a bigger story than the mullahs and the revolutionary guard run iraq and iran Well, between the news, appointment TV, endless scrolling on our phones, we're looking at our screens, unfortunately, more than ever. But how do you rest your eyes without feeling totally unplugged? 
Well, put on a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds and listen to something great. Whether you're listening to your favorite podcast, an audio book, or working out to a pumped-up playlist, Raycons are built to perform anywhere, anytime, with water and sweat-resistant construction and seamless Bluetooth pairing. There are no dangling wires or white stems that are poking out of your ears. They're really comfortable, come in a variety of colors for maximum style and six hours of playtime, so you can unplug for a good long while. Best part? Raycon wireless earbuds start at half the price of premium audio brands like Apple. So you can pick up a pair and a spare. Right now, get 15% off Raycons at buyraycon.com slash back. That's buy, B-U-Y, raycon.com slash back. 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds, buyraycon.com slash back. I want to talk to you about protecting your family. That is priority number one for my family. Uh, and we all have had training with guns, um, you know, but some of the family members don't want to travel with guns. I always carry a gun, uh, but tasers are also very, very good. Um, better self-defense uh, is a safer self-defense, and guns will cause you all kinds of problems. This is non-lethal self-protection devices that are uh, that is small and lightweight you can carry it in your glove box uh, my wife or my daughter can carry it in her purse guns and pepper sp- uh, spray carry unnecessary risks for you these uh, taser products are really easy to use they'll even when you fire them it'll send off a gps marker so the police come and you they're available without a permit in most u.s states for a limited time take advantage of the uh, of taser's best offer available save 60 dollars on the Plus uh, the Pulse Plus bundle. Do it now. Go to taser.com. T- taser.com. Welcome to Monday. It's the Glenn Beck program, and we're going to talk about what is coming next and what some states are doing about it. We begin in Montana with the uh, Republican governor there saying we're not going to enforce any federal gun laws if they infringe on the Second Amendment. Some states are having a problem with this because they'd like to do it, but the feds say they're just going to cut off a lot of the uh, services and you'll be isolated you'll be isolated so what are you going to do about it we'll tell you about that what's happening to our police force and a theory that i have on what's really happening why social justice is going after our police force the way it is and some action points on that all coming up in 60 seconds the glenn beck program so Michael lives in uh, Connecticut. He likes to play a lot of tennis, or at least he used to, uh, until he started having regular and debilitating pain. He was in his right elbow. First he lost his killer serve, then eventually he couldn't really play at all anymore. It was starting to affect his everyday life, always in pain. Well, uh, Michael, who lives in Connecticut, listens to this program, and he heard me talking about it on the show. And he decided, I mean, I mean this clown has been right occasionally. Maybe, 
maybe I'll try it. Actually, I think, Michael, what sold you is the same thing that sold me, and that is you'll know within three weeks whether it's going to work for you or not. I mean, you should see some uh, pain go away within the first three weeks. Otherwise, it's just not right for you. And 70% of the people who try it for three weeks go on to order more because it does work. Well, after a few weeks, he was starting to feel better, decided to get out and try playing tennis again. Sure enough, the killer serve has returned, and Michael has the life that he loves back. I got my back. You, you could get yours back. If you suffer from frequent pain, relief factor may help you. 30% of the people who try it, it doesn't work. But that means 70%. Are you in that 70%? Try it. It'll cost you 20 bucks to find out. Try it. 70% go on to order more. Relieffactor.com. Get your life back by calling 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. So the Montana governor just signed a bill into law on Friday that is intended to protect gun owners in the state. Stu, when did Montana start making sense again? I mean, they had a really lefty kind of governor, and I thought the whole I thought the whole place was going to go to hell in a handbasket. When did they When did they go back right? Or have I, they? I don't. I mean, look, they still vote very red in most cases um, throughout and did most of that time that every once in a while, these state like West Virginia had a, you know, mansion is a good example of this. Like they just inexplicably have Democrats in, in strange roles. Yeah, it's but weird. I don't think Montana's any left wing state. Well, it was going that way during the Obama administration. It looked like it was going that way. Mm. I don't follow it enough. I mean, I just, you know, it's Montana. I check in once in a while. So. My apologies to Montana if you've never been going left. Uh, the uh, governor said, today I proudly sign the uh, Representative Jedediah Hinkle's law prohibiting federal overreach into our Second Amendment protected rights, including any federal ban on firearms. Republicans uh, passed the state amid uh, President Biden's push for federal gun reform measures. I'll tell you about that here in a second. The Montana law prohibits law enforcement officials and other state employees from enforcing federal restrictions or spending any state funds on particular kinds of firearms, ammunition and magazines um, in Oklahoma. A bill that would uh, designate that state as a Second Amendment sanctuary state is uh, headed for the governor's desk there in Arkansas. However, Asa Hush- Hutchinson, uh, the governor there, vetoed a bill on Friday saying that it would jeopardize the law enforcement and the public. Now, people who were against the Montana law said it would make it more difficult for local law enforcement to collaborate with federal authorities on issues beyond gun access. Well, wait a minute. How, how can these sanctuary cities, you know, be fine, you know, when they're saying uh, we're sanctuary city, we're not going to abide by any of the federal laws on on marijuana we're not going to put up with any of the laws on illegal aliens it's just the gun one that's going to cause problems the answer is yes of course Uh, of course it is because that's one that the left and those in uh in government want to enforce uh we told you last hour the california national guard put a fighter jet on alert in march 2020 for possible domestic mission and that was because of covid 
the only one that would be allowed to call up the National Guard without guns would be the uh, governor. He has to work in tandem with the president if he wants them armed. Um, however, uh, last year when people were starting to buy too much toilet paper, according to four sources and the Los Angeles Times, uh, the somebody gave the order to start warming up a fighter jet, an F-15. Uh, it was put on alert, and the idea was, I guess, it was going to it was going to buzz or stray, strafe people who were walking out in the parking lot of a Ralph's with too much toilet paper. I have no idea, but uh, who knows? Los Angeles Times, you know, they, they, why would they? What's their motivation for saying that that would be happening? Also, up in New York, the NYPD has experienced mass exodus of police officers, a 75% spike in departures and retirements. That's 5,300 police officers in New York have retired or quit. 5,300. Now, what's New York going to do? Well, New York is going to, I mean, they're, hmm. well, they're going to probably, uh, well, you know what they could do? They could do what um, Georgia did. What was this, Stu, about five years ago, eight years ago? There was a, uh, a story how uh, Georgia was having a hard time in Atlanta hiring police officers. And so they had to lower the standards. And that included people who had had jail time. <laughs> which I like great. That. Yeah, that worked yeah, out well. Like they could lot. go back yeah, in yeah, New yeah. York, though, just to just letting the mob patrol the streets. That worked out pretty well. And uh, yeah, you're going to get that. You will get that. That will happen again. Um, apparently, this has happened because of budget cuts, the loss of plain clothes units and the vote to end qualified immunity. Um They've kept their pay assertively, uh, absurdly low. This, according to the uh, the uh, police union, ratcheted up our exposure to lawsuits. They've demonized us at every opportunity. They've taken away the tools we need to do the job that we all signed up for, which is to keep our community safe. Well, now, now they're now they're spending money. NYPD is now spending money on slick uh, recruiting ads. <laughs> Be somebody. Carry a badge. Is there is there who would do that? Who who would sign up to be a cop today? I wouldn't go near it. And I, I, we I always think of, you know, the police as basically the best people among us. And they uh, clearly have more guts uh, than I ever would. And to do that job in the first place. So it's it, it, admittedly possible that I'm just a wuss and would just bail at the first opportunity. But like watching the way they get treated, you know, you, how do you do your job? When you pull up to a place where someone is about to be stabbed, right, about to be stabbed, and you do the thing that you should do, which is take out the person who's doing the stabbing, and you get this from Black Lives Matter. Um, at the exact time the verdict of Derek Chauvin was being uh, read for murdering George Floyd, police wasted no time in senselessly taking another black child. That's how they summarize the Makia Bryant. Like, if you're the girl in pink who is about to be stabbed, can you imagine reading the word senselessly in that statement? Like, what do you mean it was senselessly killed? Like, she was in the middle of stabbing me. 
Is my life senseless? I thought black lives mattered. This is a black life that was about to be taken. That didn't happen because that officer acted the way that he did in a clear-cut case with perfect video, with the knife showing up on video, and still police are being vilified for it. Why? How could you show up every day? Well, you have the biological family uh, showing up now of the the shooting victim. Now, she was in foster care because Mm -hmm. her biological family put her there. Mm Mm-hmm. But now they're like, this is here. That failed us. Did? Really? Yeah. I don't know the situation, but uh, they're, now, they're now suing the police. Of course. Of for, course. That, uh, for that shooting. And again, you wonder why. And by the way, Philadelphia is doing the same thing. They're having a hard time keeping the uh, police. Oh, but the police were loved by the left this weekend. Uh, at least in Los Angeles. Homeless people were moved out of Union Station ahead of the Oscars. Oh, good. They wanted to make sure they wanted to make sure that they clean that area up for all the celebrities coming in. And so they, you know, the police were asked, could you just move these homeless people some other homeless place? There's got to be. Where's John Voight's house? Move them there. (laughs) Uh, So they've they've uh, they've been uh, they've been moved. Meanwhile. Black business owners at George George Floyd Square. Did you see? Did you see last week we had that story, Stu, about how uh, George Floyd Square uh, George Floyd Square in Minneapolis has rules for white people? Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, uh, yeah. the racism yeah. is apparent uh, every every the step. Every, I mean, it's not just. Uh, it's not the one, uh, the, the type of racism they always talk about in the media. This stuff is mm. happening from this, the, the left constantly, where they're acting, mm. acting for a return of segregation, a return of, of, well, of making decisions based on skin color. They want that, that life back, which I don't, I don't, I can't comprehend. Well, now I'm glad you're talking about race because the racist of the black owned businesses surrounding that uh memorial now mm-hmm. they're saying uh, please police please come back these racist bigots these blacks that own businesses racists <laughs> they actually want the police to come back they're struggling to stay open doing due to rampant crime they say the police blocked off the intersection creating a dangerous autonomous zone <laughs> the city left me in danger, says the smoke pit. They locked us up and left us behind. Oh, they were kicked out. I don't know if you, hmm, that's interesting. If you remember that. Well, if you remember, Glenn, in the Seattle Autonomous Zone, the Chaz uh, or the CHOP situation that we had last year, they had their very own warlord, Raz Simone, who just kind of came in when the police ha- were gone. He just became, mm-hmm. he just took mm-hmm. over and just started, you know, hitting people mm-hmm. and and uh and and uh and kind of enforcing whatever his idea of the law was at least this is what was reported uh so i think maybe that's the situation here you need more warlords in these places if you're not gonna have cops you need warlords let me tell you this you're not gonna get one in portland oregon not as long as ted wheeler is on duty Mm. because you know the mayor ted wheeler he just arrived. He's ju- he's new to the scene. Uh, and he, over the weekend, boy, he said, I've had enough of this. And so he's going to uh, extend the state of emergency. And he said, our job is to unmask, unmask Antifa. 
and arrest them and prosecute them. I personally want to thank neighbors, friends, and families of others who have come forward with vital evidence. People, people know who these criminals are. They know what they're up to. If you have any information, contact the police. <clears throat> I also want you to know that these people awful arrive at their so-called direct actions in cars. And they're all dressed in black, I've heard. If you see this, call the police. If you can provide a license plate, if you can do it safely, that information can help us later. Help us make a stand. We're doing what we can. I'm asking for your help to make a stand and take our city back. Call the police. So, Mayor Ted, the only reason why I say he's a new mayor is because this isn't the mayor that's been there for the last few years, also named Ted Wheeler. It can't be (laughs) because he was not for calling the police. He was not for charging or arresting any of these black clad (laughs) racist would say criminals. What happened? What happened there? May I suggest there is there is a method to this madness. You know, we all say, what are you going to do when the police leave? What are you going to do? Oh, I think I I think I know. I think I know. And I'll give that to you in 60 seconds. Stand by. I want you to think about uh, just a minute. Mm, Sizzling garlic, lime, shrimp on a wooden skewer. Corn on the cob wrapped in foil. A thick pad of butter lying across the scorching hot surface of a grill. And taking on all those good grill marks, like a good tan, the juiciness of a thick marbled steak. Oh, yes! What do you have planned for dinner? Because you could have that with Rectech and... You could even do it without spending any time outside. All you do is you put the food on. You already you just with your phone on your way home. You're like, fire up the grill with the app on your phone. You fire up the grill. It's at perfect temperature when you arrive. You've just gotten back from the grocery store where you picked up that steak and the and the and the butter and the corn on the cob. And you throw it on there. You go change your clothes before you know it. Boom. It's done. Rectech. It's sturdy. It's smart. It's dinner time. Rectech on all social media. Sign up for their uh, newsletter. Just A, B, compare them with the best in the business, and you will find nothing beats a Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-Q with a Q at the end. Visit Rectech.com. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, so, Stu, let me give you one more story and then see what you think of this theory. Representative Elon Omar plans to reintroduce a bill this week that would create a federal agency to independently investigate police killings and in-custody deaths. The eight-member board would be appointed by the president to carry out investigations into police use of force and issue findings and determinations of responsibility. If police departments don't follow through on the board's recommendation, their federal funding would be cut. It's going to be a proactive board that does the work on our behalf of the country to try to make it sure that these agents of the law are taking their oath seriously. Okay. All righty. Okay. So what does that mean? 
What that means is the federal government and the White House itself will be in charge of which police forces they deem good and which are bad. At the same time they're doing this, they're not protecting the police from lawsuits and litigation, and that is driving people out of the force. 5,000 police officers are needed to just catch up with the retirement and the people leaving, you know, for another police job, I'm sure. Um, 5,000 people are needed, and New York doesn't know where they're going to get it. Philadelphia doesn't know where they're going to get it. Nobody knows where they're going to get these police officers. So you could lower the standards, but if there's a crisis, and I mean a crisis of crime, well, you got to do something, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, I know. Why don't we, because we don't know which forces are good and which ones are bad, why don't we just federalize the police force? That way we can take trusted officials that we know and we could just put them in the local communities and we can fill all those spots because you're not part of the, you know, L.A. police, which we all know is racist. Uh, you now are part of the federal police. Hmm. This does seem DHS like DHS could take it over. <laughs> DHS. As they as they want to pass the uh, George Floyd Act that would, uh, you know, pa- all, pass all these restrictions on police. Uh-huh. And take uh, incredible amounts of control over what's supposed to be a localized force. Uh, that is an interesting uh, theory. Uh, it does seem pretty consistent with w- the way they're acting. Yeah. Well, it's just what every Marxist does when they take over, you know, Venezuela or Cuba or any other place. They always federalize the police, which would be, well, it would only be doing it now because we're in crisis. You know, which they had nothing to do with creating. Oh, no, no, so no, no, we'd, no. we'd have to do that. And you know what? At least we'd have the military. But I don't really trust the military until we get rid of all those red staters. You know what I mean? If we could just get all the red staters to, to leave the military. Because they're really dangerous. I don't know if you know this, but they're very, very dangerous. <laughs> then we could have a pure military and a federalized police force. Wouldn't that be great? You would never need a gun. Solved. We can get rid of the Second Amendment, too. I mean, as if I've it's just, not already being disposed of. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, just, I've just reimagined the whole police force thing. I've just reimagined it. You and know, and you know, it works. It would be a great way to introduce, I'm just throwing this out there, um, a giant missile parade. Uh, through all of our cities wow. we can have what if we had really big like pictures like building size pictures of you know biden and harris that would let people know how much they cared about the people across the country just something like that yeah just if we could the just anthem find, a find we could just find a like if we just had a a home safety department or something like that mm. to put in charge we could federalize this police force and solve all of these shortages of police overnight. This is the Glenn Beck program. Fans of this program. No, I'm not really joking. Uh, Hustler turf. Every time you went to mow your lawn, what if every time you had the, you had the feeling that you were riding around on just like a tank. My wife loves to drive our truck because she's like, I'm up four stories 
and I feel like I'm in charge of a tank. Well, that would be great if you were mowing your lawn, but could that tank also cut the work in about half the time? Yes. And if you could make that happen on a zero-turn mower made by the company that invented them in the first place, yes, you can. They're called Hustler Turf, and these are the people that back in the 1950s and early 1960s invented the zero-turn lawnmower. They not only invented it, they perfected it, and they made it just tough as nails like a tank so it wouldn't break down because it was made for industrial use, meaning it would mow lawns every day, six or seven days a week. So you don't think it can handle your lawn? Before you buy some other mower, make sure you find a Hustler dealer. Go and test drive one at HustlerTurf.com. HustlerTurf.com. At the Oscars, they always ask, what are you wearing? Today, I'm wearing my Nancy Pelosi Sucks t-shirt. You can get it at StudiosMerch.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you a little bit about something else the government is doing. Not only are we decimating our, um, uh, our, our towns and our police force, I urge you to support the police. I urge you to stop this insanity against our police, uh, or we will end up with a federal police force. I mean, what, what else are you going to do? You can't hire somebody. The federal government can say, well, we, we are the trusted source you go to. That's what Marxists always do. Don't think that's not in the plan. Now, they're also decimating our economy, and I mean decimating it. Consumer prices are going up. We told you last week, Coca-Cola, Procter & Gamble, they raise uh, raising prices this week on a ton of things. They say it's because of raw materials, you know, ranging from lumber to resin, uh, and they need to uh, take the steps to protect their profits. The price, the price is surging uh, for paper towels, jars of peanut butter. Consumer packaged goods rose 9.4%. 9.4%. Now, they have, they have pulled back on some of the manufacturing um, uh, sorry, some of the um, uh, commercials and the advertising in markets because they don't have enough product and inflation is coming. It's already here. According to the Institute of for Study Management, the latest survey showed net 40 percent of manufacturers are reporting that their customer inventories are too low. What does that mean? Have you waited for anything that you've never had to wait for before? I can't believe how tolerant America is being right now. I think it must be because you think it's COVID related, but it's not. It's partially COVID related. But how many things have you waited for? How many things that you've ordered or you've gone into stores and always had access to all of a sudden you're like, where is that? Oh, it's on back order. It's on what? When Americans figure out that this is your life and the life that the, the world has planned for you, uh, you're not going to like it. But by that time, it will be too late to do anything about it. So why are the inventories too low? Well, let's just go through this. Farmers, 
need labor to pick the produce. Factories that make consumer packaged goods, meat packing plants, that process beef, pork, chicken. They need people in doing their job. Ports are congested. Truck drivers are in, in short supply. Food workers are supposed to socially distance each other, even though, you know, they've they were the first in line, along with the critical workers in the hospital to get uh, the vaccines. Many of these plants still remain shuttered. And the problem is they can't hire people. Nobody is going back to work because of a disastrous welfare program. The outrageous unemployment benefits. And the one point nine trillion dollar plus coronavirus legislation is creating now an incentive for people not to work. We are just I can't I just please make the renovation of the house just stop. We started uh, at the dumbest time ever. And now we're sitting here and I was talking to the contractor and I'm like, Can we just get more people make this stop, please. And he's like, Glenn, we can't get people to drive trucks and pick up loads of stuff. He's like, I have a friend who drives some sort of a hauler. All you have to do is 20 bucks an hour. All you have to do is drive the truck. It's flatbed. And you go someplace. They put a bunch of wood or whatever on it. You drive it to wherever you're supposed to drive it. You push a button and drive slowly. And the flatbed slowly lifts up. And all that stuff, you know, falls off the back of the truck. You know, like any good mob story. He said, we can't get people to $20. We can't get them to take the job. Why? Because they're sitting at home. It pays more to be on unemployment than it does. What's happening now in uh, McDonald's, McDonald's in Florida is now paying people $50 just to show up for an interview. They still can't get people to come for just the interview. I don't know. Seems like a problem, America. 40% of small businesses are struggling to fill open positions. Even after offering wage increases, people are not going back to work. You can earn, they say, 70, 80, or 90% of what they were making without having to do any work. A week on unemployment in Massachusetts under the current system, you can earn $1,100. One, if you were working, one would make around $600 if you're working a $15-an-hour-a-week uh, $15 job. You're making 600 bucks. They're paying you almost double to stay home. It's irresponsible to go to work. It is. It is just like they dismantled the black family, black family in the 60s <clears throat> had better stats than white families. <clears throat> I mean, they stayed married, the kids at home, kids out of born out of wedlock, all of it, all of it. Tremendous. Then it became irresponsible <clears throat> to claim that you're a dad and to stay at home, break up the family and the family can get more aid. Now, look what we have. Now, there's something else that's going on. The housing market has gone through the roof. By the way, I would like to know why there is a problem with concrete in this country. 
I mean, I know we're running out of sand. Don't laugh at that. That's actually happening. But that's not the reason for this. Why is concrete so difficult to get? Is that a is that a labor shortage as well? You can't get people to uh, to roll in with the trucks. I have a friend trying to buy some concrete up north, and he's uh, he said I have to call the concrete place. He said I swear it's run by the mob. I I have to call the concrete place between seven and seven fifteen and say, can I get on your roll for a concrete delivery today? If you miss it at seven fifteen, good luck. Try again tomorrow, eh? What kind of business is that? The median house sale, the price, increased 18% year over year. 45% of the homes selling today are getting more than their list price, an all-time high. The average sale-to-list price ratio, which measures how close homes are selling to their asking price, increased 2.5 percentage points. It's an all-time high of 101%. That means the average home gets $1 more for every $100 they're asking. 58% of the homes that went under contract had an accepted offer within the first two weeks. 46% of the homes that went under contract had an accepted offer within one week of hitting the market. Meanwhile, here's the problem. The supply is at record lows. The demand is high, quoting the report, because of fiscal stimulus and an exodus from rental units and a near-record low mortgage rate. So everything the government is currently doing is driving the price of the house through the roof towards all-time highs. Now, why is there a shortage? Well, the houses going up for sale are down 10% from the same period. Wait. The houses being marketed. Yeah, you know why? Stu, would you sell your house today? Uh, would I <laughs> answer that without the ice damn Yeah. Would you sell your house today here it in Texas? Seems like it's a good time to sell your house, though. The problem sure with that does. is, of course, you have to buy one too. <laughs> buy one. That's the problem. Yeah. People are coming in and they're saying, hey, will you sell your house? I guess when it first happened, smart people would go, yes. But now everybody's going, but where would I buy a house? Because anything I buy is going to be inflated in price, and I'm going to have 20 people ahead of me that I have to outbid. Yeah. A real-world example of this, Glenn, is when we lived up in the Northeast before we came to Texas. Um, the, I, we lived outside of Philadelphia initially, and I bought a house, what was it, 2003 or four, whenever that was, and... I then we moved to New York to do this show on CNN headline news mm -hmm. and, and everything. So I moved to another place actually in Pennsylvania. But when I did that, I went from 2004 to 2006 or seven, whatever it was. It was a very short period of time. And I made a ridiculous profit off of this house. You know, I always put that in air quotes because mm -hmm. of all the actual mm -hmm. expenditures that go along with a with a house. Right. But like percentage wise from what I bought it to what I you know sold it for, we were up, I don't know, 30 or 40 percent in like two years. And which is mm -hmm. crazy for real estate. Incredible. Yeah. And then I went and bought a bigger house at the same peak of the market. 
And then when I had to sell that, I got killed because that's what happens in these bubbles. And when you want, I mean, if you sell your house, right? You sell your house. I really want to know. I'd love to talk to somebody who knows about this. Maybe we get uh, Schiller on from Price uh, from uh, what is that? Uh, Case Schiller Schiller index. Index. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Case Schiller. Mm -hmm. We've talked. We've had Schiller on before, I think, or was it Case? One of those two clowns. Uh, and uh, <laughs> they're not really uh, what I'd like to know, they're really not. Uh, what I'd like to know, though, is if you're building a house. Your house, how do you get a loan to build a house today when a you know it's going to be 30 percent higher just in building materials? So it's not even just the land. It's the lumber. Lumber is up, what, 80 percent now, 80 percent more for lumber so what so if you're paying 80% more let's say your house is uh you know a $300,000 house it would probably cost you 350 375 if you were building it today because of the increased costs of everything if you could even build it once the market corrects on lumber and everything else you're not gonna, your house isn't going to be worth that so how do you get a loan i mean how do you get a loan to buy that house? You don't. How do you keep your loan? If you're upside down, Stu, isn't there some trigger when you're really upside down in a house that you have to you have to come up with more equity in it? Is that right? If your house collapses mm-hmm. in price, do you have to come up with more equity? Do you know? I, God, I'm sure there's some yeah, scenarios where that could happen. I'm not sure off the top of my head what you're referring to, though. I would lo- I'd love to talk to uh, see if we can get uh, Schiller on because I'd like to talk to him about the housing market because nothing makes sense right now. Nothing makes sense. More in just a second. Stand by. Sponsor this half hour is blinds.com. You know, instead of selling your house, how about fixing it up a bit? Right now, Blinds.com is offering 40% off their Simply Eco-Cellular Shades, which are made from recycled water bottles. Why do they give me copy like this to read? Seriously, why do they? They're offering up to 35% off of everything else. Let's concentrate on that. You can upgrade any room with Blinds.com. It's incredibly convenient to order it online. You get free shipping, guaranteed perfect fit for your windows. Whether you install them yourself or you have the team handle it. And they're simply eco blinds. They're eco friendly, which helps keep the plastic out of the ocean and makes you feel good every time you put the blinds down. And it's fantastic. And, uh, you know. Uh, and by the way, they're completely cordless and they're on sale for 40% off. So if you're eco minded, this is a good thing for you. Uh, if you, you know, you, you don't buy any of that crap, 35% off of everything else. I'm just saying, I'm just saying something for everybody blinds.com right now shop for their new deals. Perfect for your spring home refresh up to 35% off everything site wide blind shades, interior shutters, even outdoor shades right now. Rules and restrictions apply blinds.com. You are listening to the Glenn Beck program. 
This is the Glenn Beck Program. Montana, we have your governor coming on with us uh, in just a little while. He's going to talk about the uh, pro-Second Amendment uh, law that he just passed, or was just passed, and he just signed. We'll talk to him about that coming up in just a minute. And there is there is a case to have Schiller on now, the case Schiller uh, <laughs> Index was something we looked at a lot before the crash of 08 because it tells you what houses should be selling for. Yeah, uh, you used to always yeah. it's it's it kind of was one of the main things like starting your analysis that there was going to be a crash coming. It was part of it at least. Um and you talked about it in 2005, 2006, 2007. And so if you go back to 2000, it starts the index starts at 100. And it mm-hmm. rose all the way up in 2006 to I mean all the way up to 206 so 206. I, mean, and that was, I remember it was in the 200s yeah and that's that that means the house is double what it should be people are paying double what they should be paying right um, then we had the crash right the correction so mm-hmm. it drops all the yeah, way down in 2008 and everyone forgets about housing prices and then it slowly mm-hmm. starts climbing back up and then it hits 206 again but that happens in January of 2018. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What so is it now? since then, it has climbed and climbed and climbed and climbed. And it got all the way up in June 2020 to 223, which, again, is 17 points higher than it was at the peak wait, of wait, the 2008 wait, bubble. Wait, 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 wait. That was it last year? Yeah, that was in the middle of COVID. Since oh then, what is- it has skyrocketed again from 223 in June of 2020 all the way up to 245 today. So we've gone from oh 206 was the scary bubble time in 2008. We're now at 245. You can sell your house, just don't buy a new one. <laughs> but you might want to sell your house. Wow. More on this and cryptocurrency and the dollar coming up stand by this is the glenn back program so for a long time now we've been talking about there's got to be somebody that will help you if you've been deplatformed for social media for expressing conservative views maybe you have been you've you've been fired terminated because of political reasons uh you're a student and you've been forced into these racial bias training uh that you know compels you to make statements about your race that you disagree with this can stop and we have a way out and a way for you to have protection we'll tell you about it in 60 seconds the glenn beck program so you're walking out of the car parts store carrying the new part you needed ever since your engine went kaput on the interstate the other day, and you're feeling pretty good about yourself. You know, you plan on doing your own car repairs. Uh, sure, the new part doesn't look anything like the old one, and sure, the bolts are threaded backwards and are measured in the metric system, so that's all new. But you figure, what could possibly go wrong? Unfortunately, you're you're about to have a really bad day. Uh, you know, car- cars aren't like they used to be. You know, Jay, Jay Leno... I like to fix my own car. Well, you can't now. There's a you know, growing up like Jay Leno. I wish I would have grown up like Jay Leno, um, and working on cars and knowing everything inside and out. You can't do that now because everything is sealed in that engine. Your car doesn't care if you have enough money in the bank for a for a repair. If you are out of warranty, I can guarantee you're going to get hit, and it's only a matter of time before you're hit with something huge like a 
uh, like a blown chip, those things can cost you thousands of dollars. You need coverage. You need a way to be able to make sure that, you know, you're, you're not left without a car and without money to buy a new car. CarShield.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 10%. This way you're not on the hook to pay thousands of dollars when your car goes bad. This is a, really an insurance policy because you know it's going to happen. CarShield. You can help design the coverage yourself. Call CarShield right now. You can go to carshield.com and use the promo code BECK, save 10%. Carshield.com, a deductible may apply. So I get so many calls from people, so many emails saying, you know, I, I would leave my job, I guess. Oh, I'd speak up, but I'm going to get fired, and and I don't know I can get another job. What will happen to me? There, there, there are blacklists that are happening now, unfortunately, in several parts of the country, and our freedom of speech is being squashed. I want to bring in uh, Daniel Sir. He's a senior attorney at Liberty Justice Center, and uh, Daniel, we've been we've been talking back and forth for a while now to try to figure out how we can help people who are in this situation. And the best way to help them is to make sure that it never happens again. And so we need to find some good cases. Do I have this right? Amen, Glenn. You got it exactly right. Right now, you and I both know, your listeners know, conservatives in this country, we are under attack. Uh, The reality is that the left and their social justice warriors, uh, they have weaponized the wokeism, this, this ideology that's taken over, and they are taking down anyone who dares to speak up on behalf of conservative viewpoints. They are on a, a search and destroy mission, Glenn. I think you said it best about you know, your listeners and other folks who share these views. They want to censor them. They want to take them down on social media. They take them down at school, in government, and, and even in the workplace. Uh, And so we think the answer to social justice warriors is what we're calling at Liberty Justice Center 1A warriors, people who will stand up and fight back on behalf of the First Amendment. This is going to take a lot of uh, a lot of guts um, because people know, you know, it's 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 one thing when they try to curb your freedom of speech and say you can't say these things. But it's gone beyond that. It's now you must participate in these things. And if you disagree, it doesn't matter. So, I mean, you are you're, you're going to be a pariah and you'll possibly lose your job or, you know, lose your your standing in school. Uh, and uh, I mean, I don't know how many people are really willing to do that uh, without the hope of of it saving somebody else, even if it doesn't save them. Well, Glenn, this is why we've got to approach this as a team. One of the things we know about the left is that they are clearly coordinated in their effort to take down not just conservative ideas, but conservative Americans. Like, look at what happens on social media when they just swarm somebody they disagree with and they demand that they get canceled, fired, expelled, right? They, they operate on a coordinated team basis. And the best way to fight back is also to be a team. And that's why Liberty Justice Center, like we want to be your lawyers. And you, Glenn, like you've got the microphone to share this message. 
And people who go through these experiences, they don't have to do it alone. It's, it's hard enough to stand up. It's even harder when the left comes down on you and you feel isolated and alone. And that's why we need 1A warriors, your listeners, to, to stand up and join with us so that when it happens to any one of us, all of us are ready as a team together to fight back. Okay, so we have two fronts we're fighting. Uh, if you are, if you are uh, a case that fits the parameters, where, which are what? Um, people who are terminated for political reasons, right? Absolutely. It's, it's um, people who are terminated at their job. It's students who are being forced through this critical theory stuff that's infecting our curriculum. I mean, there was a young man the other day who got an F in a required class, and they were going to fail him from high school because he wouldn't repeat the government-imposed ideology about critical race theory. It's um, people who are on social media who are being deplatformed or who are losing their business or unable to advertise their product. I mean, the, the, the censorship is happening across our society. And so the, the fight back and the lawsuits back will equally happen in every sector of our society because the First Amendment it, it isn't bounded by particular lines. It protects all of us when the government goes after us. Okay. So they call you, and then you listen and see if there's a case there. And if there's a case, you guys will work with them on that case, and it's free of charge? That's right, Glenn. We do what we do because we believe in it, and we have generous donors who want to be on this team together with us. So folks can go to libertyjusticecenter.org backslash 1A Warrior. If you think you're a victim of cancel culture, we want to hear your story. We want to be on your team. So go to libertyjusticecenter.org backslash 1A Warrior. But if you're, you haven't been a victim yet, but you're afraid of it, and you should be, we equally need you to go to that website, sign up, learn about cancel culture, learn about the rights that you have, so that when it's you or one of your friends or somebody you know from your community who becomes a victim of the cancel culture, you are ready for it. And then we can fight back effectively and together. My wife and I would like to make a, a donation today and start things off. So we will uh, be do donating <clears throat> today. And I would ask that every single one of our listeners do the same. <clears throat> if it's not happened to you yet, it will, unless, it's, unless we stop it in the court system. It's got to stop through the court system. Um, this is, you know, really the last line of defense here. When common sense fails, it's got to go to the court system. And if you are represented by the right attorneys and we find the right cases, it can go to the Supreme Court and we can win and it will stop it everywhere. That's absolutely right, Glenn. We're looking to set precedent that in each of these individual cases, the best thing we can do to protect everybody is to win a few big court cases. And let's be honest. We got a great Supreme Court right now. We have justices who understand the importance of the First Amendment. The founders gave us the Constitution to last for centuries, right? And the First Amendment is there for all the different challenges our society goes through. And the challenge we're in right now 
is this censorship and cancel culture? And the answer today is the same answer as any other point in our society. The First Amendment protects you. And the Supreme Court and judges are going to stand up for that as long as they have the opportunity, the cases, to rule on and set that precedent. That's why it's so important. If you feel like you've been a victim of cancel culture, contact us at Liberty Justice Center. Let us represent you for free. And let's get some cases going where the judges and and equally our friends in the media and people like you, Glenn, can start to cover a shift back towards freedom. And employers and universities, they'll pick up on it and they'll change their behavior. Tell me what uh, is required. uh, You know, when you say you've been fired for political reasons, how clear does it have to be? I mean, I would imagine it has to be really clear quite clear. So tell me some of the things that you've been seeing that would qualify. Yeah, absolutely, Glenn. It, every one of these cases, it's going to be a little bit unique. Uh, the facts are important anytime you're in a court of law. And so, you know, I want to be upfront that when people contact us, we want to work with you to see if you have a, a case that can win. Uh, we want to only bring cases that are going to win and help other people by setting good precedent. Uh, But one of the things we know is that this is happening a whole bunch of different times, places, and ways. And so sometimes it might be uh, that you're forced to say something you don't believe, right? You're asked in a class at school, or you're asked in your employment setting to talk about your own racial identity and to repeat things uh, that they are imposing on you that you don't believe. That is compelled speech, and the freedom of speech protects you from that. Uh, We know that they're going after organizations and donors. The Supreme Court has a hugely important case right now today where they are trying to protect private nonprofit organizations from being exposed to government bureaucrats with lists of who supported them financially. So this is happening in a variety of contexts. Every case will be a little bit different. But the First Amendment is going to protect people in all these different settings. And the only way we can figure out if your case is a good fit case, if, again, you go to libertyjusticecenter.org backslash 1A Warrior and tell us about it and get on the team and together we can fight back. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Daniel. We'll talk again. I'd love to hear some of the cases that you're that are coming in and what you hear from um, audience members. We'll check in maybe later this week or early next week. Um, That'd be Liberty, awesome, Glenn. I appreciate it. Thank you. LibertyJusticeCenter.org slash 1A Warrior. First Amendment Warrior. LibertyJusticeCenter.org slash 1A Warrior. You can also just go to libertyjusticecenter.org slash donate and donate. We really need to stand together. Please make a donation to this. We've been working with uh, the Liberty Justice Center and talking to them for over a month now about uh, working together to be able to do this. They really believe, and so do I, that they can make a big impact. They've already gotten people's jobs, you know, people reinstated from when they were, you know, a principal that, uh, you know, was speaking his mind and how dare you do that and you're out he's back in they've got several cases that they have won but this is going to be a team effort we have to begin to fight these things as the left fought 
for so many years. We've got to do this now and fight for freedom so our children can be free. It's uh, libertyjusticecenter.org slash 1A Warrior. And that's if you have, you think, a case, or just go to libertyjusticecenter.org slash donate. Do it now, please. Our sponsor this half hour is Goldline. I don't know if you saw the um, uh, possible beginning of a collapse of cryptocurrency. Janet Yellen said that she might be going after the cryptocurrency market with an 80% tax. She said all kinds of things Saturday. None of them have teeth at this point, but it could collapse. We've been telling you that the whole time. The government at some point has got to get involved in this uh, and do their own thing. They're not going to give that much power away. So what does that mean? Well, you've gone from one fiat currency to kind of another fiat currency, but a better one with cryptocurrency. Are you in gold? Because that's not a fiat currency. That is, you know, you're, you're selling a fiat currency to get into actual uh, currency, actual gold or silver. I urge you to call right now Goldline and, uh, <clears throat> and find out. There is a, uh, there's a great piece from um, the investor place. The price of living, uh, the life we want is soaring, and the value of our money is going down. It is a great read. You can find it in Goldline's article archive right now at goldline.com. I just read it last night. It is really good. It explains what's happening to the money that you have. Um, just uh, just call them. Sign up for their uh, Week in Review newsletter. It'll give you all the updates that the mainstream media won't do. Also, if you think, um, you know, that you just don't have enough money for precious metals, you might be mistaken. There are a lot of options for you requiring uh, or acquiring physical metals in your IRA allows you to keep free cash in your pocket for everyday expenses, rainy days or emergencies. Call Goldline today. Find out what a qualified IRA means and learn about their 6% free metals promotion for qualified self-directed IRA acquisitions. It's a great special that you shouldn't miss out on. They're wait, waiting to hear from you now at 866-GOLDLINE. Call them now, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. We have the governor of uh, Montana on with us in just a second. He signed a Second Amendment uh, law into uh, into place this weekend, which I think was great. We want to talk to him about that. Also, uh, Stu, the Biden climate pledge. <clears throat> have you heard what seems to be in this uh, pledge? I mean, to go to cut our emissions by 50 percent. Is how difficult I mean, by it, 2030, it's basically impossible in any rational world like you could attempt to do it you could spend trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars attempting it it wouldn't do any it wouldn't make any difference and it would cost so much money it's it's incomprehensible especially that fast so they're saying now that they're going to give you incentives for making your home reliant for heat on electricity why would they do that? If you go back to electric heating over oil, I get over gas. Why would you do that? 
And where is this electricity coming from? Just the electric uh, magic box that's in everybody's wall? It's filled with gnomes, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> they're producing electricity that's carbon-free in the wall via gnome. Uh, I, you know, it's interesting because they can't, they seem to be wanting to centralize all of this, uh, all of our mm. large structures in in the world of electricity, which in theory can make sense because if you have a, a way of generating you know, let's say emission free power. That's uh, very, you know, very easy. And, and, and if they well were understood. saying, <clears throat> if they were saying we're going to build 10 new nuclear plants or right. 20 new nuclear plants and we need everybody to go on electricity, that would be a plan. I think people could understand. Right. And you'd it, be like, OK, all right. Because you're going to put all sense. of our cars and all <clears throat> of our heat and all these other things on electricity. Then all you have to do is control the the source of electricity if you want to, again, from their perspective, control emissions. Right. If it, And like, I honestly think like you can always tell if an environmentalist is serious if they embrace nuclear or not. If someone is someone is a serious environmentalist and they really believe in global warming and the catastrophic possibilities, obviously you'd be running to nuclear power right now. I mean, it's right. It's clear. It's total sense. You know, it makes sense. It's 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 been able to carry an entire country's electricity needs before. It's not just like you're like trying to hope that maybe solar panels come along far enough and maybe they will at some point. But nuclear would be something you'd obviously be be embracing and they typically don't embrace it. But when you centralize all of this, when you're and you're throwing it all into electricity, when really natural gas is a big part of that, but coal is still a big chunk of our electricity mm-hmm. uh, in in this country, uh, and and it's going to continue to be for for some time, though it's decreasing slowly. <clears throat> you wonder right. why they want. I mean, we don't have the infrastructure, as they say, to support everything. No, that's what the infrastructure. Right. No, no, that's what that infrastructure is is for sure it is. i mean it, it does it's not it doesn't it actually doesn't cover any of that stuff mm. but that's what they would have you believe that's what we're doing but we're not doing that by the way it will require 65 percent of all new car and suv sales 10 percent of new trucks to be electric that's one thing that we could do that would be big no it, um, wouldn't. it wouldn't do anything it would, no that, that no, would not would make still. even a dent in this no, issue it, no it would it would it would not uh also it would. It would not. It, it would not. Do I need you to send these you cars? To the camp? Are, are, I went to this camp last weekend, and it was great. <laughs> it was great. I learned yeah. all kinds of things. Great snacks at these camps. <clears throat> I've, I've seen. Yeah, no red meat. <clears throat> That's another thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's another thing. They're saying that Americans will have to cut their meat consumption by ninety percent. Mm-hmm. Even so, though. you get four pounds of red meat per year per person. <clears throat> That's one hamburger a month. Four pounds of meat per what? year. Per year. <laughs> That's one hamburger a month. I don't see Americans doing that. No. But maybe no. it's just me. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So if you've been in a timeshare involved anyway, you probably know, you know, not all timeshares are created equally. Some are good, some are bad, and most of them are bad. But, uh, you know, getting out of them may seem like an attractive idea once all the newness of the idea wears off. And then you realize, holy cow, I'm drastically overpaying for something I'm barely even using. How did I do this? How did I, how did I not know that? Well, to get out takes a sophisticated legal team specifically devoted to timeshares. That's it. That's all they do. 
that team of lawyers is called the timeshare termination team. And they're here to make sure that any situation you're stuck in, they can uh, turn it upside down because you have had your life turned upside down. You're tired of the madness. You can reach out to them and they will get you out of your timeshare guaranteed or every penny you pay back. It's timeshare termination team. Get the process started today. Don't keep putting it off and get stuck with another year of timeshare you won't use. You'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. So make sure you tell them that I sent you to get that 20% off timeshare termination team.com or 888 get you out. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We welcome uh, the governor of the great state of Montana. Uh, Greg Gianforte is uh, joining us now. He is uh, the guy who won with the largest margin for a first-term governor since 1920. And he's doing something uh, to help and strengthen the Constitution. Actually, a couple things. Welcome, uh, Governor. How are you, sir? Glenn, it's good to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. So tell me, first of all, what you just signed, which was Bill 258. Yeah, we, this was on Friday. This is about protecting our Second Amendment. Uh, Second Amendment is very clear. Our right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. We'd be concerned about what we see coming out of the Biden administration. Uh, I'll always protect that right, which is why I, on Friday, signed a bill that will prohibit the enforcement of any federal ban or regulation on Montanans' Second Amendment rights. So what does that mean exactly? I mean, because I... And your bill covers this. I could see them coming and saying, we're going to make it difficult to buy ammunition or we'll just tax the snot out of it. Or, uh, you know, we're going to come and confiscate guns. What, what, what exactly does it mean and cover? It, it essentially says uh, Montana law enforcement does not have to enforce federal gun bans that are unconstitutional and violate Montana's Second Amendment. So uh, that's, that's what it's about. Uh, we in Montana, we have a long heritage and uh, respect uh, for the Constitution and particularly our Second Amendment. Uh, and it's critically important. Uh, this bill had passed the state legislature in the past. It had been vetoed by Democrat governors here. I was proud to sign it into law on Friday. Hmm. Um, I know you have a long tradition there. My, uh, my family is from that. We came from, uh, you know, overseas. And uh, all of them ended up in Montana. So a lot of the Beck family is up in uh, Montana. And it's, it's beautiful, beautiful country and uh, well, right-thinking Americans. I was going to ask you. We have, we, have a, we have a spot for you here. You should come back. And okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I want to tell you that uh, uh, the, it's my memory that Montana kind of went off the rails there for a while. I, I, is my memory correct? I thought you guys were going really lefty for a while during the Obama administration. Is that a faulty memory well, or is it? We, when I got elected in November, I was the first Republican elected to the governor's office in 20 years. So wow. we, we had lost our way. And yeah. uh, we're, you know, so there's a lot of heavy lifting going on to, to kind of deregulate, to lower taxes, 
to create more good-paying jobs uh, and and protect our constitutional rights. In fact, later yeah. today, I'm going to sign into law uh, a whole handful of pro-life bills. We respect life here in Montana, and it's important uh, that we uh, that we do that. I was pleased back in February uh, to sign a, a constitutional carry bill, uh, which is also Second Amendment related. Every Montanan. Uh, should be able to defend themselves. And uh, in in February, we joined 20 other states that now allow law-abiding uh, citizens to carry a concealed firearm. Uh, and that makes everybody safer. So when you sign this bill on Friday, I know Asa Hus- uh, 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 Hussing- uh, Hutchington, ah, uh, the, uh, uh, the bill is being called by him and others as something that will really hurt uh, your state in working with federal officials on other things. Do you well, believe that at all? I, I don't. I don't believe that's true. There's different versions of this bill, uh, and the governor of Arkansas, their legislature had a bill that went quite a bit further than what we did here in Montana. This is really focused just on federal regulations as it relates to firearms, uh, and okay. if there's a immigration related issue. Uh, we're still going to cooperate. In fact, uh, one of the other things I did since the beginning of the year is we signed into law a bill that bans sanctuary cities here in Montana because we need to we need to abide by the law. So you're not getting any of the people coming across our border shipped up into Montana. Well, what we get in Montana, uh, we used to have Montana meth, and we've done a good job of policing that. Now we get yeah. Mexican meth, and this is why this tragedy at the southern border is such a big issue, because it's literally ripping our families and our communities apart. I had a local law enforcement officer in the central part of Montana tell me he knows when the Mexican meth arrives because he sees a spike in the crime rate. That's how closely correlated it is. We have cartels operating here in Montana, and uh, it's, it's just it's a tragedy. I can't believe it. Uh, And then you have, you know, uh, Kevin Costner and his family being shot in the streets. And I mean, what is up with that? Uh, Obviously not a fan of Yellowstone. (laughs) Do you watch Yellowstone? I have. I watched the first season. It's a it's, you know, the how did you the the scenery? The scenery is legit. I totally give you that. Uh, The rest of the show is a a caricature. (laughs) No. No, yes. shut up. <laughs> That's yeah. not happening up there. That's not a real place. I, I, I will tell you, though. Thread, the, there's a thread of truth in every story, but right. that's not real. I, I will tell you that I, uh, my wife and I, we love it. We absolutely love mm-hmm. it. And it's weird because I know it's, it's Hollywood. It's not out of control like that. Um, you know, well, maybe in New York, but it's not in places like Montana. Um but there is this cowboy mentality that Montana has. Wyoming has it. Uh, a few states have it. You know, uh, Colorado used to have it, where it's it's a very federalist kind of attitude of we take care of things locally, back mm-hmm. out of our community. And there's something nice about that. Well, it started back when Montana was just a territory with the vigilantes. They were here. They took the law into their own hands. And uh, there's a fierce independent streak 
in Montana. We're freedom loving. We're patriotic. We have one of the highest per capita uh, uh, ratios of military service in the country. Uh, one out of ten Montanans mm. have served in uniform. Uh, we love our country. About, we love. How do you feel about how do you feel about them looking at you know all the service members as as possibly dangerous radicals? It's not going to happen here. Governor, I, uh, I love your attitude. I love your attitude. Um, I don't know why we haven't had you on before, but I'm glad we had you on today. Uh, well, it's uh, my pleasure. It's, I, you, you know, we've, my wife and I have lived the American dream. We've been blessed. I've been in business my whole career. I had the great pleasure of representing Montana back in the U.S. Congress for three and a half years. And now I'm back home. And uh, we're, we're leading the Montana comeback. And for folks that aren't going to Europe this summer, let me just say, come and see us in Montana. We've got Glacier National Park. We have Yellowstone National Park. And uh, you'll fall in love, and then you'll probably talk to a real estate agent. Uh, well, I will tell you, I'm going to be in your state uh, this summer. I am going to Yellowstone this summer. So maybe we'll okay. see you there with the maybe Forest Rangers. Maybe Kevin Costner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks so much, Governor. I appreciate it. Okay. Governor Greg uh, Gianforte uh, from the uh, state of Montana. You know, I don't think people understand uh, the West. I mean, Stu, you're in Connecticut. When you think of Montana and Wyoming, what was your thinking when you were a kid? Well, you know, when you were growing up, most people, I think, that just stay in the East, they still think of those places like what yeah mountains cold ranchers that's probably the three that's things it. that would have popped in. that's it that's, it. that's it that's when you're yeah. a kid that's what uh you know you get kind of uh, i tell you if you went up and you spent some time have you ever been to wyoming or montana or i haven't spent or tons of time there uh you know been in there for stuff we've done together and stuff but that's yeah, about it yeah. that's not enough time you should go on vacation up there you would you'd positively become addicted to it because it's just this freedom thing. I mean, it really is a federalist attitude of, mm. you know, stay out of my face. What are you doing? Stay out of my face, government. Uh, we're taking care of it fine here locally. And it's, a, it's, it's a America as it used to be and hopefully someday will be again. Our sponsor this half hour is Rough Greens. Susan lives in North Carolina. She writes in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She said, I'm really happy to say that my dad, my dog actually eats this product willingly. I had tried many vitamin and probiotic supplements, but she always turns her nose away and refuses them. Not the case with Rough Greens. I'm really impressed by the ingredient list compared to those other supplements. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you, Rough Greens. Susan loves her dog. I love my dog. I know you love yours, and you want them to be healthy. That's why I feed Uno Rough Greens. Now, Rough Greens not a dog food. It is a supplement you sprinkle on the dog's food. It's full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and antioxidants, most of the things that are going to make your dog healthy and happy. We just got Uno back from the vet yesterday, and our vet's like, I don't know what's going on, but your dog is like three years old. And he's nine, and that's old for a German Shepherd. Um, but he is. He's, he's happier, and he's healthier. And thanks to Rough Greens. Try it now yourself. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 
888-727-BECK. So let's uh, <laughs> let's go to some of the uh, Democrats in Congress. They've had a few things to say. Here's uh, one of the Democrats in Congress on the uh, on the District of Columbia becoming its own state. Those two states having more representation, which is to say really any representation, because Delegate Holmes Norton can't even vote on legislation, unfortunately. Uh, and the difference between those two states, aside from the fact that they have less rep- that they have less fewer people than in Washington, D.C., is that they are overwhelmingly white states. This is an issue of racial justice in addition to being an issue of mm. democracy. And we must stop disenfranchising people of color in this country. It's time to stop doing oh, that. Oh, man. See, at first I wasn't for it because I thought this was just a power play for the Democrats. But now I understand it's racial justice, and I'm all turned around on that. Same thing happened to me with the soccer star that uh, was talking about transports this weekend. Listen. Well, in general, I think there's just a tremendous amount of misinformation about trans youth in general. And then to your point, Lana, the fact that, um, you know, these bills do uphold white supremacy under the guise of protecting women's sport when we actually know that women's sport protection of it would be to more have more funding have more women in leadership positions uh equal pay so reality though is that these trans youth just want to participate with their friends and Mm. play sport just like everyone else Mm. okay that's that's all that is and you know they want to have equal pay even though nobody wants to go see women's sports I mean, I'm not one to talk because I don't want to see any sport anyway. But uh, I'm thinking if there was something that would be higher on the scale of things not to do, would be go to see uh, professional women's sports. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, saying. Yeah, it seems like the uh, market has made a, a similar decision with a, with yes, a couple I, of exceptions. Uh, Figure skating, but did you uh, maybe yeah, gymnastics? Maybe tennis is up there. Yes, it's volleyball. Volleyball, maybe. women's golf probably is pretty good. Yeah, but not near the PGA. Um, but it's yeah. the it's the it's there. It exists, right? Yeah. But you're and right. You, you know, typically. you make extra. You make money in sports when the franchise is making money mm-hmm. because you're on the team. Or you, right. you could make it because of fairness. It's another way to go. You could. Mm-hmm. You could. Mm-hmm. You could. Well, it's not only fairness in pay. In in pay, this is all really white supremacy, as we just found out. Mm-hmm. As we just found out. Uh, and uh, here's an here's another cut uh, like this one. Uh, Chauvin supporters. If you supported if you supported Chauvin, here's Elon Omar. Many of us saw that video and witnessed a lynching uh, take place. It shouldn't be that surprising that there are still segments in our society that believe it is justifiable um, for a black man to to be lynched. Um, But it's going to be important for us to confront that reality, to confront our past history and to find ways to move forward as a as a society. I, I didn't know that there was a, a big segment of society that w- thought it was okay to lynch people. I, in fact, I've, I've never met any of those people. Have you? I've been I've been all no. over the country. I've met all kinds of different people, and I've never met those people. Oh, if you polled that, what would it come out to? Zero percent? What's that segment of society? Well, talking about? Uh, probably zero 
point zero zero eight maybe yeah. i'm thinking there's probably like I'm you know thinking. there's a few people i'm sure that believe are, pretty much everything in this world but it's yeah. not exactly a mainstream position not one at this point we are uh concerned about as far as uh lynching is i mean there were thousands of them a long time ago kind of old timey um, yeah kind of old time why lynch why lynch people when you can have the uh lizard people that are currently running our government mm. just eat them you know what just I mean? what now eat them oh yeah no that's <laughs> true that's not yeah the gop lizard people mm-hmm. they see black people as uh some sort of a food source so that's why the republic they're not for, republicans are not for lynching they just want the lizard people to eat them i would not be surprised if that segment airs on cnn <laughs> uh later this week <laughs> it really is bizarre I, uh, this focus constant focus on race as really the only thing that matters in society is fascinating you know all these these you know from race to whatever other phobic they're accusing republicans of uh these days and now we're to the point where i mean they're even saying like they're trashing caitlin jenner because i guess i don't know she's not pro-trans enough I, I, i'm really having trouble keeping track of it all she's gonna run no, as a republican so now she's evil yeah right she's evil she's not on the right side politically so of course she's not trans enough mm. i'd love to have her on the show i'd love to do an episode with uh with uh caitlin jenner i think that would be having her as governor would just be fun it would just be fun come on <laughs> the glenn Beck program